This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain-relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply. Promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. And yes, the man was correcting that lofty introduction there as my name is Pedro Fernandez, the often imitated but <laughs> never duplicated undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks. 35 years of defending that belt basically says it all. Straight up today, we're bringing Johnny Sig, of course, our Las Vegas ace, our correspondent. We'll also go to Southern California and bring in the godfather, retired HBO godfather, and, get, and pick his brain a little bit. I'm talking about Larry Merch, of course, Mr. Hall of Famer himself. We'll hear from Muhammad Ali. We'll also hear from... My buddy Mike Tyson. Just a short clip here and there, because Tyson's always good to get people's blood flowing. No doubt about that. Whether you like him or not, bottom line is he was an explosive guy, a person, explosive personality, both in and out of the ring. No doubt about that. And wait, we'll cover the world of the UFC as well. Justin Gates, of course, uh, doing his thing last night. Pretty sharp performance on ESPN against Brian Barbosa. Those guys like kick the snot out of each other. That's a good way to put it. But snot is probably a better word for it. Would be spit with an H. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your show. If you want to take part, we have listener lines, open phone lines all around the planet. One eight hundred. 878-7529 That's 1-800-878-7529 or, or the guilt-free no-commitment text line the Text line, the studio text line 415-275-1613 That's 415-275-1613 You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35 years of radio, baby Check out why in the next two hours Often imitated but never duplicated Find out why Straight up Ring Talk coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, Syria. I mean, there's like a thousand other internet platforms, but the bottom line is you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and you know it. Unless I'm wrapped up in your arms, gonna take me with you. Please take me with you. Yes. How I love. How 
many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps up on us, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer, those insane interest credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed-rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online loan app that takes about a minute with no impact to your credit score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Get your bills under control, bank what you save, and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Everyone said, I wish I was in your shoe. I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. The Iron Man, Mike Tyson, until he was melted down in February of 1990 by James Buster Douglas. The Iron Man became aluminum foil in 11 rounds. Of course, he did get up, man. After getting knocked, he tried so hard to get up. He was straining, trying to grab that mouthpiece, man. The will of a fighter. Of course, Mike Tyson sort of uh, destroyed by the limelight to an extent. I mean, being the celebrity status, he just said it right there. If you were me, you probably wouldn't like it, and you probably wouldn't. Bottom line is... 
He's content now in his life. Almost, I guess he's got to be over 50 years old. Bottom line is, Mike was a formidable foe, no doubt about that. So from one formidable foe to another one, of course, our in-house guy, our Las Vegas correspondent, talk about John Signorella. And Johnny, tell me about the WBL 108-pound fight, first of all, last night, Angel Acosta. How did he do? Uh, he did excellent, man. Dominated and knocked out former WBC champ, Donnie Lopez, in eight rounds. In a really nice fight. And believe it or not, 108 pounds. Man, he's got to be horse jockeys. Yeah, either that or some chick I used to date when I was 15. <laughs> I mean, That's what's up, but I tell you what. Go ahead, brother. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, Acosta looking good at WBO champion, 108 pounds. Of course, that is the light flywood division made famous by those guys, Michael Carball and Humberto Gonzalez, man. When they hooked it up in 1993, they both got over a million bucks fighting at 108 pounds. Putting the little guys on the map. You're taking me back with that one, brother. That- Speaking about millions, this might be millions in the making with Ryan Garcia as the, uh, the featured fighter last night, recording a second-round stoppage against Jose Lopez. Garcia came out, you know, like a house on fire and took this guy down with a series of shots in round two, making Lopez put on a stool. I tell you what, man, that house was rocking. And uh, for a prospect in Ryan Garcia, who's now 18-0, and just 18 fights, he's packing houses. And, Pedro, ready for this one? Two point three million million followers on Instagram. You know, I tried to tell Duran's manager Hector Martinez that this morning the two point three million uh, followers on Instagram. I said, you know, I would imagine maybe thirty five or forty of those people, forty percent of those people would like pay money to watch him fight on TV. That's how they're in. That's how much they're into him. And he sort of, oh, I don't think so. Bottom line is, I think the kid's a future star, a future draw. We'll see if he can live up to that. The knock on him last night was he missed a lot of punches. He throws a lot. He's very raw, you know. Um, it's exciting. You know, he's a kid. He's got a lot of fiery energy. I think a lot of it's nerves. He's excited. You know, a lot of girls to impress out there watching him. He's an Abercrombie and Finch model on the side as well. So, I mean, you got him out there trying to rock and roll and entertain. Hopefully they tame him. They just hired Canelo's trainer. This was his first fight, I believe, with Canelo's trainer. So I, I think we'll start to see some discipline. And last night, if you notice, Cotto and uh, Canelo and De La Hoya were uh, center stage, center, you know, front row watching Garcia, and that's a lot of good boxing minds to have around him as he progresses in his young career. Speaking of De La Hoya, it looks like he lost a few pounds from the last time I saw him on TV when his face was bulging. And, of course, Canelo again rating from May the 4th, I believe. And, of course, and Danny Jacobs live in Las Vegas only on the zone. David Price was the winner. Of course, the guy that I thought was going to be a heavyweight king from the U.K. turned out to be a heavyweight flop. Um, can't take a good punch. But he won last night. The guy bit him? Yeah, he was eating him alive. This oh, is a crazy oh, set of circumstances. Oh. So check this out, man. This was wild. What happened was Price was doing good. You know, He got rocked as he usually does, but he took the punch better than he had in the past in Price. So Price rocked Ali Cash's name, right? And Cash was uh, unbeaten going into last night, but he didn't look like a guy that really knew how to control his emotions, obviously. So he wrestles Price after getting rocked and then just starts chewing on his stomach. Like it wasn't just a bite. He started eating the man alive, and he, he left a real nasty mark, and Price was so confused. Everyone was confused. It was a wild set of circumstances that happened yesterday. Okay, interesting. We'll change things. Now, listen, I've got a problem saying this guy's name. He's the WBC light heavyweight champion. Oleg, the nail. How do you say that last name again? Gavazdek, or some people say Vazdek. I'm going with Gavazdek. Okay, 17-0, 14-Kales. What the hell went on there last night with, that, with Nagumbu? What's going on? From one weird event to another weird event, 
It looked like Gavazic was having a hard time. Let me tell you something about Dudu Gambu. He was moving around very awkward, herky-jerky, and no wonder why he pulled a hamstring, which ultimately led <laughs> to him pulling out of the fight without a punch even landing. I, what a waste of time that was. Man, that was just god-awful. I mean, Gavazic I like. He's a guy that's out there uh, now 17-0, 14 KOs. I like to see him mixed up like Arthur Betabiev, you know, or Kovalov at 175, a good division. But last night did not do anything to uh, the campaign and showcase anything uh, solid for him if that was the first time you're watching. Best prospect on the card maybe was that Puerto Rican kid, Zulia, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, he was good. I mean, it was a lot of up-and-coming local talent. No, no. Yeah, I, Johnny, Johnny, I'm, you know, you're being really positive and, 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 and all that kind of good stuff, man. They pushed too much crap down my throat last night, man. I mean, I was so sick of boxing by the time the main event came on. Please, don't do that to me. Well, that's what's up. I was going to go there about ESPN being very lackluster, you know, to be nice last night. Um, there was a heavyweight prospect on there, Cassius Cheney, who's now 15-0, nine, uh, nine KOs, you know, uh, got a KO one last night um, against a journeyman-type fighter, but other than that, they're really, yeah, I mean, you got to be reaching out. There wasn't really much on an ESPN card. However, the zone had a nice card earlier in the day with Liam Smith. Remember him? He got beat up yep. by Canelo. I tell you what, he beat the brakes off Sam Eggington yesterday in five one-sided rounds, and that was the same card that that price, uh, you know, mess was on. But uh, overall, not a great day of boxing. A little bit of entertainment here and there, but in spots. Uh, if you sat down and watched all of it, ugh, that was a long day for you. Okay, and the bottom line is Ray Robinson didn't lose. He was supposed to lose. He's now 24-3-1. That's right. The reincarnate himself was Ray Robinson, not the one from the real Ray Robinson, obviously, not even like Sugar Ray Leonard. This is Ray Robinson, 24-3-1. He had a draw with Oxnard-based, uh, I don't even want to get in this guy's last name, Egedidus. <laughs> Can you say that guy's last name? You know what? I'm glad he didn't do a good job last night, so I don't have to remember his name. Okay. So, no, I can't say his name because he's something. I said, you know what? If this guy impresses me, I'll learn your name, son. I'm pretty good with these names. But you have to not stink out the joint. You have to show me something. That was a terrible, terrible opener on ESPN last night. So, no knock on the guy. I'm just not going to learn your name until you make me learn your name, bro. Okay, you know, I've always been of the opinion that, that guys need to be entertaining when they're doing television. I mean, the television team, I've done my share of TV broadcasts. But the roster guy that did the post-fight interviews last night, Johnny, I just I, I think he would be great in that position because, you know what, he was a cheerleader. I mean, his voice went up and down like, golly, you know, and patting him on the back and all this kind of stuff, telling Ryan Garcia, this is your third stoppage in a row. I mean, you know, you don't need to blow, you don't need to blow the fighters. And that's what he was doing. He was basically blowing him on air. Oh, absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that because the same guy opened up the broadcast and he was going like insane. It's now, I, mean, I had to stop. I was in the kitchen cooking something. I'm like, let me see what's going on TV right now. This guy was ranting and raving. Like you said, his voice is getting high. He's like, we got internet sensation in the house. And he's, I'm like, bro, what is going on over here? You know? And, and you, you said, I thought the guy was about to pass out. <laughs> well, he was so hot. I, hey, Mr. man, I give you all props for getting the gig, but you suck. I'm sorry, man. You, I mean, you were of all the people I've seen on TV in the past six months with the Zone and ESPN Plus and different apps and different little TV networks here and there. I got to tell you, man, blood. Don't take it the wrong way, but go find a day job. Bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Johnny Single be coming back. Johnny, what's happening? What's coming up in boxing? We got a lot to cover from the UFC last night on ESPN in Philadelphia. Uh, a couple good shootouts on that one and, and nice knockouts. 
And, of course, we're going to preview the upcoming Crawford and Khan fight. Crawford and Khan, of course, Amir Khan, the one-time man, protege. I thought he was going to be like the next god of boxing. The prince of boxing from Pakistan originally, now fighting out of the U.K., but that chin, that chin's not too good. And, of course, Terrence Crawford looking to make a statement after Earl Spence didn't make one a fortnight against, against Mikey Garcia. Johnny Sig will be back later. Larry Merchant joins us next on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk live from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. This is a Sunday edition, folks. Of course, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show's an hour. The Sunday show's two hours. This is hour number one of two live on Sunday. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, March 31st, 2019. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, from the Godfather of Soul to the retired HBO Godfather in Southern California. A very good morning to you, Larry Merchant. Good morning to you, Pedro. Excellent day, of course, here in the city by the bay. It's beautiful outside. It's like, what can I say? This is well, right. Um, and um, I'm, a, I'm an only soul sitting outside um, on the most beautiful day out here in months. Okay, without a doubt. You know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about George Foreman because I grew up with George here. Of course, he worked, he did the Job Corps thing over in Newark, California, which is across the bay from San Francisco. And then he learned how to box in Newman's Gym and won the the, the Golden Gloves in 1968 before going off and winning the Olympic gold medal. But did you know George Foreman when he was a bad guy? I mean, because there, there's two George Foremans. There's there's a George Foreman that came back, the hamburger guy, the golly gee whiz, the cheerleader guy. And then there's George Foreman the mean guy beforehand, the guy who used to beat up on sparring partners who were 165 pounds and hit him in the back of the head and things like that. I mean, he was a mean guy coming up. Well, uh, apparently he had been a, a street tough in Houston in his youth. Uh, and, yeah, he sort of uh, tried to act out the mean guy outside the ring as well as inside the ring. Uh, I think his uh, model or hero was Sonny Liston, hmm. um, this unlettered but really good uh, boxer, puncher, uh, stalker, and who had come up from uh, the Mississippi Delta to St. Louis, much as the old families of Henry Armstrong and Archie Moorhead, and he was in prison for a couple of years. Uh, I'm not sure if that's where Sonny Liston learned how to fight, but he. But but I got to know Liston, and he had a certain kind of street wit or country wit. Uh, he 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 wasn't stupid by any means, but he was just naturally this tough, mean guy who had a uh, um, a view of the world that uh, you had to fight your way out of it or into it. And uh, George Foreman, I think, uh, idolized Liston early in his career. There were moments when you thought there's more to this guy, but you don't know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, In the ring, he batted and beat up a lot of people, uh, sometimes pretty good fighters. Uh, I was in Caracas when he stopped Norton in two rounds. Um, And he thought that's the role the heavyweight champion of the world should fill. Um, And when ultimately uh, he got beaten and lost and even in his own mind got terribly humiliated and then he went into an early retirement, um... That was that, and we, we heard he had become a preacher mm-hmm. uh, with his own little flock. Uh, and when he came back, um, 
and became this jovial uh, hustler salesman, so to speak. But it was authentic, just as authentic as he was before as as the bad guy. He was authentic as the good guy. I watched him closely. We worked together. I never saw him really slip. You know, there was always some menace uh, beneath the surface, perhaps. But I really never saw him slip too much. And I learned to like him and to respect him. Uh, and made a transformation uh, uh, into his better self, yep. uh, unlike anything I'd ever seen in in, uh, in or out of the ring. When I tell him, George, I remember the days of Newman's gym. His, his eyebrows go up a little bit because he remembers he was a bit of a a bit of a nasty guy around. I mean, he just was a nasty guy around the gym. He'd come in. He wouldn't really dress. He would just come in. Sometimes he would just put on it like sparring his pants and beat up guys who were 40 or 50 pounds less than him. And he, he just did stuff that was a lot of bully stuff. And, and then, you know, when I talked to him later in life, we did the fight together in 1989. We, I did his J.B. Williamson fight for FNN Sports in, I think, Galveston, Texas. And I talked before and after the fight about the Newman's days and everything. And he said that, that he really found himself after the uh, the Ron Lyle fight. Of course, that was a fight that I think he retired from. He he, he and Ron. I was it was it he and Lyle or Jimmy Young? They went was it Lyle? He and Lyle went to war in Puerto Rico, right? Didn't they? No, that was, uh, he and Lyle went to war, as I recall it, in a in, in a heavyweight fight in which both guys were down. It may have been in Denver. I'm not okay. absolutely sure, but uh, Jimmy Young was in uh, Puerto Rico, I believe, and. Young was just a, a very slick uh, fighter, and George, by that time, uh, um, he had had some problems. He had lost. Uh, I'm trying to think of a fight up in Montreal. Remember, he tried to fight two guys in one day, uh, trying to recover uh, his youth. And then Jimmy Young just uh, out. Uh, outboxed him, outslicked him, and uh, and I think George went into a deep depression after that, uh, and then he found his way out uh, through God. And and the grill, uh, the grill had to be like elevating. I think he sold it for like a hundred and five million bucks. Well, that was that was late. That was much later. That was a decade later after he'd come out of retirement. And and people kind of thought that George just was a, an, an amusing uh, guest at the house mm-hmm. at that time, uh, that he wasn't really serious about boxing. Um, but then it, it seemed almost like the fans were giving themselves a party. They, loved, they started to like George. Uh, he was this jovial old guy and he could still punch and of course fight fans love a puncher and they are and true punchers like him were rare uh and he emerged as this super salesman um um, i he sold the rights to that griddle for an enormous amount of money yeah um probably to this day uh, the biggest uh, haul that a fighter ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yep. and, uh, he went on to become, uh, a commentator, broadcaster for a while. And, uh, 
I still see him occasionally on television hawking stuff, and he looks like uh, the George Foreman of the of the early nineties. Yeah. You, you talked about you talked about him winning the heavyweight title back in nineteen ninety five. Of course, knocking out Michael Moore. Talk about a guy that went into depression. I mean. He would. I mean, how do you live up to that? Losing to a forty-five-year-old guy you weren't supposed to even be in the same ring with, and getting knocked out. Man, that was. I guess it's really affected more psychologically. But I, I don't know. I don't know how I take that. Well, I guess none of us do. It's, and, and you know, Michael Moore had his own way of. Uh, he was a really good fighter, but he was a small heavyweight. He had mm-hmm. once been a light heavyweight champ, yeah. and he beat the crap out of George for. 10 rounds, I thought, and and what really uh, led to the climax of the fight was the fact that George was so strong and tough. Yeah. I mean, um, he once said to me in an offhanded way, you know, the real key to a heavyweight fight is, is who's got the best chin. Because somewhere along the way, you're going to get hit. Uh, and while there are better punches than others, these are big guys. Maybe they don't know how to punch, but when you put 220 or 240 pounds behind it, it uh, it can get your attention. And so it, I, I learned something from that, actually. Um, and it, 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 especially among heavyweights. And George pulled off that upset because no matter how many times Michael Moore hit him, he just came back and came back and said, a better technical fighter than he was originally. Originally, he just tried to swarm and swarm you and break every bone in your body, and then he came back with a jab, and uh, and still that uh, that that chin. So, you know. Um, that being said, Godfather, does, is Tyson Fury the next big salesman of the heavyweight division? Can he can he can he do the George Foreman thing and sell grills and that kind of good stuff? Well, I'm sure he can do it in in, in Britain, and 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 maybe if uh, depending on how Brexit turns out, maybe in Europe as well. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, he has a big personality, but um, um, which which he uses in a way. He's a he's a knockout personality, but he's not a knockout fighter. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, I don't know that that. What he does and his sense of humor and big personality um, translates across the Atlantic Ocean um, uh, into uh, a big-time salesman or even attraction. Um, if he cleans up the division and beats um, beats the other guys, then maybe that all changes. But he is a remarkable uh, character. Straight up, the Godfather himself, the retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant. Larry, say hello to the Godmother for me, and I hope to talk soon, sir. Back at you, Pedro. The greatest, folks, the one, the only, the phenomenal, the icon, Mr. Larry Merchant, only on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Some like a talk. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing, he punched good. I like them proud, and when they walk, you know they draw a crowd. See, you got to have a mother for me.
In the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 let's get out of this hot sun into a nice cool bar in a few minutes honey now more bring time with Pedro Fernandez. Who's with me? I know you're in. How about you? You're in, you're in, you're in. You, <coughs> you are, <coughs> wow. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Choked up on some coffee there, man. Don't drink the coffee just before you come on air. You know, I've been doing this 35 years now, and this is like one of the staples. Like, you don't you don't eat peanuts, you don't eat potato chips, that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff in between commercial breaks. You just don't do that, but I tend to do it on occasion. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the unconventional 
inside look into the world of combat sports, especially boxing, for us in MMA. We touch on professional wrestling at the time, and I mean professional wrestling, not the WWE. We're not sports fans. I mean sports entertainment fans. We are professional wrestling fans. I mean Major League Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, stuff like that. Those are the wrestling shows you should really watch. If you're watching the WWE, you're getting shortchanged. You, you want good excitement. You want guys really going all out and giving it their greatest moves. I mean, listen, they sell it. It's believable. Some of this, uh, the WWE is not believable stuff. It's not. It's not. How can I put this? The storylines are, yeah, they're storylines, but you can't really get into them per se because they're not really real. But in Major League Wrestling and All Elite Wrestling, in this sense, they've got their villains, they've got their good guys and their bad guys, and you've got to have good guys and bad guys in wrestling. And that's something Vince McMahon doesn't want to have. He doesn't even want to call it wrestling. He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't, doesn't even want to wrestling. That's what he used to call it. He doesn't even want to mention the word pro wrestling. It's sports entertainment. My mind is he um, he yeah, he didn't do too good as far as the the world of, he did good for the world of Vince McMahon not for the world of uh, wrestling fans. Straight up, a guy sent me an email said to me, "Why don't you tell the George Foreman story about the dog?" Uh, I'll tell it a little bit later, maybe an hour number two when Johnny Sick comes back. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we've been talking the last couple of weeks, listening in on Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali going back and forth. Of course. The greatest rivalry in the history of boxing, three fights, one in 71, one in 74, one in 75. I mean, these guys went three different times, and wow, it was it was for all the marbles, baby. It just was for all the marbles. Even when they fought in their second fight and George Foreman was heavyweight champion, they drew bigger numbers than George Foreman could ever dream of. Straight up, this is Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier via the Mike Douglas Show. Muhammad, I, I hope uh, I got a last-minute call. Joe could make it, and... Uh... I hope everything should be all right now, because well, you know, this is... look like you just told me... We don't want to stop any tapes or anything. We want to go straight ahead with this. You going to be all right? Yeah, but you should have told me it was coming, at least. I didn't... Well, here is Joe Frazier. Yeah. How are you? Fine, Mike. What 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 do you call what do you call Muhammad? Did you do you? No, I, you, I call him Clay. You call him Clay? Yeah. And uh, you you don't ever call him champ or anything like that, don't you? How well, do you feel uh, about him? He, he was a champ. I'm the champ now. You know. Uh, why why were you so why were you so mad the other day? I saw you on on television uh, news. Well, it is a thing like this, uh, Mike. Uh, I like go all over the country, and uh, I don't believe in, you know, a lot of, you know, excitement anyway. Uh, like, only time people know that I'm in town, you know, it's like uh, if I appear on a show or uh, maybe, a, uh, let's say, a banquet, and I uh, hear this guy come into my town, you know, first of all, he wants to run me out of the gym. Secondly, he wants to run me out of town. What do you mean he wants to run you out of the gym? He just, he calls up and says, I want to work uh, out or what? No, he come in and tell me I got to leave town. Now, I live here, you understand? <laughs> I ain't going nowhere, you know. Uh, next time, I think he's going to come up on Ogons Avenue and try to put me out the house. <laughs> if I don't stop him now. Yeah, you want to stop him? I'm willing to stop him anytime, any place, anywhere. Well, you want to eat, but you want him to be in shape. You don't want to fight a man that's... Uh, uh, he said he's a little out of shape. No, well, I don't want no excuse. I mean, uh, that's, that's no excuse at all about he's out of shape. I mean, otherwise, 
He's been training just as long as I was, and I'm not even fighting. Mike, you agitating. No, but there's still... <laughs> I also got a crazy pair of bookends on him. But, uh... <laughs> I might be a tall, thin MC at the end of this show. Now, wait a minute. Now, now, champ, you say that this man is only recognized as champ in certain states, and you're recognized throughout the world as the champ. And you have the belt. Well, he's, uh, you know, I mean, my problems have nothing to do with him. He's got to earn a living, you understand? It was he's what he's got there. to keep. I mean, I wouldn't tell him to stop fighting because I'm having problems with But do you tell him, call him up and tell him to leave town when you're here? Tell him to get out of the gym and all? Well, I didn't actually put it that way, you know. I just said the town... Well, how how did town, you put it? The town's not big enough for two world heavyweight champs. This, this show might not be big enough either, you know. Yeah. Could, you, could you beat this man? Well, I'm three years out of training, about 25 pounds overweight, but... What do you I weigh right now? About 230. If fight weight's about 210. What do you Maybe weigh? 20 pounds I'm about 215, and my fighting weight about 204. But I think uh, if you have a chance to meet each other, let's say, soon, I think I'll come down about 200 or 99, 199, mm -hmm. so I can be fast. Because is, is I know I'm going to need speed to catch it with him, you understand? Now, wait a minute. By that, are you implying that he's going to be running around? Oh, he's going to put his bicycles on, no doubt about that. Mohammed? <laughs> I seen Seven days from that fight, you'll be a weak old ghost. That's right. <laughs> well, I don't know. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't look too frightened, but you mean before the fight he's going to be? You ever... I, I look, the only, I, I, the only time I'm afraid of that uh, I get frightened and nervous that he's not going to show up on time. That's what I'm afraid of. Is this fight a real possibility, Mohammed? All I say is this. I don't think it's justice to the boxing game that he don't have a chance to really show the world that he's the real champion. Not elimination or a political chat title, but the real physical title. It's injustice to him that he can't tell his grandchildren or he can't look his fans in the eye and say that I won the title from the man who was actually the best, and he should have a chance at that. You need a license to fight. Can you get it? Well, I really don't know. It's up to the boxing authorities, you know. Do you want to fight him? Well, I would say this. Uh, if I did, it would only be like uh, for the record of boxing. Like, I hold the title and I am the champion. And I, I really know I'm the champion. And he really, uh, financially, he's the champion, you understand? So see those diamonds. Can you get a camera on all those watches? Or <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, hey the rules are you won't go beyond the microphone, guys, okay? <laughs> They, they was, but yeah. you're going to see a real ghost here any second. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were his they watches were his and rings. Would this settle the championship once and for all if you two? Well, fought? you have another, my sparring partner's called champion too, James Ellis. He's getting rid of He's boxing. your sparring partner? He was when I was boxing. And um, now he's fighting Henry Cooper in London, England. That fight's been postponed, though. Have it? Yes. I didn't know. Cooper was injured, I heard. I think he and Ellis would have to have a showdown. And then after they get their two halves and make one hold, then possibly... Oh, no, but you, you, did, you did say you want to fight, uh, let's say, uh, both of us in the same night, five-minute rest. I said if I had to, I would. Right? I would if I had to. Well, see, you ain't going to have time for no wrestling with me, you understand? Because every time you breathe, you're going to breathe right down on me because I'll be close to you. 
Would you like to go a few rounds here, guys? Huh? Well, you see, it's, uh, I don't mind. I'm not joking, uh, seriously. I'm I not know joking. you're not. Uh, and I'm sure he's not joking, and I'm known for popping off and talking a lot, and I have no need to talk and boast. Uh, if I ever had a license or something, then we would seriously consider fighting him. So it's all up to the boxing commissioners and the people. Where would you like to fight? Well, do if, the, you ask these people, would they want to see us box? Would you like to see... You better believe it. And that so sound will echo all over this country. Except, I mean, the people. If the people were voting, it would be on. Just, just a few people in If you had your choice of locations, where would you want to fight, Mohammed? Well, I don't really know. I think well, it really doesn't make any difference to me. I mean, I was getting ready to get it on down to gym yesterday. That's, that's big enough down there for me. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. I mean, this is going to be, this should be the biggest gate in history, if you two meet. And you don't want to do no, it in the gym or all that. Where would I want to fight? Yeah. It doesn't make no difference to me, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, in hell, be this is good, you know? If uh, you permit it, uh, they permit it, you know, right here, it's good enough. Doesn't make no difference. Well, Muhammad isn't in shape, and he's, how many no, pounds over, and he doesn't no, have any no. trunks? Besides, fighters don't fight with, uh, with their bare knuckles anyway anymore. You've got to, I mean, your hands have to be managed. You know, Soupy's sitting yeah, here these with... These are dangerous weapons. These are registered. Uh, Why are they dangerous, Soupy? Well, because they have nails in them. <laughs> well, I want to I wanna wish, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to wish the best of luck to two fine athletes, Joe Fraser and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. No one could possibly follow his audience, the inmates. I want to try three of the baddest ones in here, man. <laughs> Show me what the, the bad ones say. What cells are they in? The ones that sold the bad. Just let me in the cell with three of them, and we'll see who come out. <laughs> I'm the baddest man in the world. I'm bad. I'll come in this jail, and I'll clean it out. It ain't a chump in the world can whoop me. I'm dangerous. Where are these such as that? Hey, I'm the baddest thing in the world. Muhammad Ali in the penitentiary. I think that was Rawway State Prison. Of course, Ali retiring 56 and 5 of 37 KOs. Was only stopped at one time, of course, in his second to last fight. The TKO and 10 to Larry Holmes, of course, in Las Vegas, October 2nd, 1980. What a day that was. Of course, the day that Steve McQueen died of cancer. But it was also the day that really that Muhammad Ali got got old in front of us. And Larry Holmes, a young man, of course, took it to him. Didn't really beat on him like a, a drummer or anything like that. He probably could have. But the bottom line is, at the end of the night, Muhammad Ali was a damaged individual. When I saw him the next day at the post-fire press conference, I was crying. And I walked up to him. I was crying. And, I mean, tears were like, man, don't cry for me. I'm okay. This and that. And, oh, okay. You know, I didn't know Ali then. I was just member of the uh, uh, of fans that happened to sneak into a post-fight press conference the next day. Of course, him and Don King and, and Larry Holmes. But the bottom line is Ali was center stage. Of course, getting to some time, getting to spend time with him later in life, a couple of weeks in China and spending some time with him here in the continental USA at different events and going to Mexico and all like You know, it was just, he was always a blast to be around. Having been around Joe Frazier, it wasn't such a blast. It, it just wasn't. It, it was two different worlds. It was sort of like being around... Oh, God, I don't want to equate this with sex, but I will. Being around the most beautiful girl in the entire world and then, like, having a bulldog with you. I mean, that's just the way it was. Joe was just, 
Joe was an anchor in, 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 in anchor of negativity to an extent. And I tell you, when you know we worked at Von Bean, a Vander Holyfield fight in Atlanta, Georgia. Of course, I think it was back around nineteen. Ah, I don't remember the year anyway. Uh, Holyfield defending the the IBF portion of the heavyweight title that night. I believe, of course, the ref was referee Mills Lane. I'm not too sure, but it was a great night of wrestling, no doubt about wrestling and boxing. Because when I say wrestling, is that Mr. Goldberg was there? That's right, Goldberg, of course, the wrestling icon, the guy that was supposedly the real real fighter, but he wasn't really a fighter. He was from the University of Alabama. I think he played football for them, college football, but never really a real fighter per se. But Goldberg was there that night, and that's when I told Bob Lee. Bob Lee was the president of the International Boxing Federation at the time. He ended up going to prison later in life for violation of RICO Acts, which is an anti-racketeering, basically a, a mafia type of law. Anyway, I walked up to him. He's sitting down. Bob Lee's sitting down. Bob Lee's got a heart condition. He's sitting down with these other three gangsters. I don't want to say gangsters, but, you know, OG types, old dudes, you know, about 75, 80 years old, old dudes, ugh, gruff in there. And I walked to him. I said, hey, man, can I talk to Bob? Can I talk to you in private? And he said, what you got, Pedro? Because I was the number one investigative reporter at the time. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you the truth. And my mother said, it's not bragging when you, when you are telling the truth. Right. Anyway, the bottom line was he knew it. And I went up to him and he knew he had been uh, kind of a lot of chicanery around the IBF. Of course, he was the president of the International Boxing Federation. And their ratings, per se, were, were for sale. I mean, for many years, Cedric Kushner ended up buying those. Of course, I helped expose that. Cedric ended up getting suspended. Bob Lee went to prison. My name was mentioned like 73 times in the U.S. versus Bob Lee. Of course, the U.S. attorney was uh, Jose Sierra back in Newark, New Jersey. But I kept telling Bob on the stage, I, mean, I want to, we need to go private. We need to go private. Well, no, you, anything you got to say, you say in front of my friends here. I said, okay, the FBI has videotape of you taking money from Doug Beavers in a hotel room. He didn't say a word. Reached into his pocket, took some nitroglycerin pills out, and popped two of them for his heart condition. I kid you not. Didn't say a word. I said, you want to comment on that? He goes, you really think I should? Bottom line is Bob Lee will end up going to prison for that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. It has been said that I have two alternatives. Either go to jail or go to the Army. I'm only bold and pocket. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. 
If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Whoa, the soul side of town, the mighty Tower of Power, celebrating 50 years of funk, baby. Amelia Castillo and the boys, check them out. <clears throat> Towerofpower.com, the new album is uh, sizzling, no doubt about that. Came out number five on the, the Billboard hip-hop charts or something like that. Tower of Power doing hip-hop. Can I say 2019? No disrespect to Joe Frazier, but I didn't mention his record, 32-4. and four, Of course, stopped three times, 27 kills. Stopped twice against uh, George Foreman in both fights. Of course, annihilated in the first fight, beat up pretty bad in the second fight, got stopped as well. And, of course, uh, being stopped by Muhammad Ali in the 14th round of that fight when uh, Eddie Futch, my man Eddie Futch, a great Eddie Futch, his trainer, would not let him come out for the round. Now, the George Foreman dog story. Got a few seconds of that? Yeah, I can. Um... George Foreman had a dog, um, and he had this German Shepherd dog, and he had German Shepherds all throughout his career. Brought German Shepherds to Africa. That's why the the black people hated him over there because white shepherds were like symbols of white slave slave owners. Anyway, the bottom line is he got this dog up on a ledge, and he said he could bet some guy that the dog would jump off the ledge if he told him to do so. The dog jumped to his death ten stories down. I kid you not. That is George Foreman, straight up the old George Foreman. The new George Foreman, he's a great guy. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out the USC. We'll talk some Mike Tyson. Bottom line is we're having a ball here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Stick around. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming right at you.
This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in the city by the bay, the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, the often imitated but hardly duplicated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, having defended that belt hit this better than 35 years. And straight up, for this hour, this hour on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Oh, did I mention Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel? Hey, Dan, remember the days back in the 90s, the Tyson fights? We had a blast up during the cheap seats of Caesars Palace, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, my show, but it's your show. You want to take part? You can. Here's the listening line. It's toll free. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Scott Cuddy's over there willing to answer the phone, ready to answer the phone. And, of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You got something you want to say, you want to rip me, you want to compliment me, you want to say something about boxing, MMA, anything you want to say... Text the studio right now, the studio text line, the number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So we're talking boxing MMA, of course. This hour, well, let's shine on the women, world of women's boxing. That's right, I've often dogged women's boxing. But guess what? They tell me this new WBO light heavyweight champion, this chicken fight, Giovanna Perez. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we're talking heavyweights, and of course, we'll bring in Johnny Signorola after break. Bottom line is you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I gotta go. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. For years they said that it could lead to madness. They relegated it to dark rooms and back alleys. They shamed those who grew it. They did a stop and frisk on anyone they thought might have it. But now a completely new era has begun because of it. The new normal is here. This month, millions have witnessed its arrival. Have you? Brought to life in a short film that runs only two minutes long, the new normal seeks to leave behind 80 years of unjust prohibition in favor of a safer, happier world. It reveals a product that once drove good people to the black market as one that today is creating a new global market. In this new era, a plant that was viewed with fear now represents a source of common wellness. From this day forward, what inspired the symbol of counterculture is at long last just culture. The new normal has arrived to your city, to your neighborhood, to the inside of your living room. Watch it now. Experience the new normal at MedMen.com. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm. Now, back. Back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Sounds like Johnny Signorello is in the house. Of course, let's bring him in from Las Vegas, Nevada, Mr. Sin City himself. Johnny, big weekend of boxing, but a big weekend as far as the UFC was concerned. We'll talk about Justin Gates in just a minute. But I wanted to concentrate just for a second, and I want to bring this up because we'll dwell on this a little bit later. Not dwell on it, but expand on it a little bit later. Women's boxing. I mean, I keep getting emails that you and I are knocking women's boxing, especially me. They say I'm kicking women in the teeth and this and that. I'm not respecting women, and and I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna go and we'll do a little bit thing a little bit later on on women's boxing. But I just wanted to get that out there, a little precursor to the the feminazis out there. Oh, I mean the feminists out there that they're upset a little bit that that I'm not giving women a 
their props. Nobody gives women their props like like I do anyway, myself and Johnny. Bottom line is uh, we're talking boxing, MMA. You know, when you look back at, at, at the past couple of years and Canelo now doing his thing on, on the zone and Ryan Garcia, of course, being a victorious last night and Oscar De La Hoya having a hand in that and things like that, are, are they going to – I'm going to ask you, are they going to make it? Is the zone going to make it? I mean, they just doubled their their subscription fee from like ten bucks to twenty bucks. Um, that's never really a good sign to to try to keep people in, interested and involved in this, especially less than a year into your into your uh, your spiel. So, talk to me. What do you think? I agree. That shows signs of struggle for the zone doubling the cost right now. If you sign up, it's nineteen ninety five. Whereas if you were signed up prior to, I think it was about last week, you were in at about ten bucks. And that's grandfathered for a year. So that's not a good sign. But I think the good news for zone is the schedule heats up. we got Canelo, who you mentioned, taking on Danny Jacobs in May. And then just a couple weeks later, you got Anthony Joshua in his fight against Terrell Miller. You know, So I think that keeps the subs on board. But they need more uh, content weekly, I think, throughout the week. Uh, not just a fight every weekend where you're tuning in and watching zone for four or five hours on a given night, and then all week long, nothing goes on with no content. 20 bucks is a high asking price, in my opinion, if you're just putting out one product. Now, they do have Bellator. Bellator hasn't been great lately, man. I fell off on that, and I love combat sports. They picked up Major League Baseball, and I checked into that last night. It's just a live show that goes off, uh, I'm sorry, goes on air for about two hours and just talks about what's going on in the league, and it takes you in um, on live situations, big plays and games and such. So they're not really airing games, so I don't really know what the intrigue is with that. You could catch that on ESPN for free, just about any bar you go into or anywhere. You go in the world and there's a TV on in the background, pretty much you could catch highlights of the game. So I don't know what the intrigue is there. To answer your question about De La Hoya and what they're doing and Eddie Hearn and all these guys that are involved in the zone, obviously they're a super powerhouse, right? There's a lot of money being invested in this thing. The boxing budget at the zone, I believe, is $120 million you know, yearly. And the company is financially backed by someone that get this Pedro, right? His net worth is twenty billion dollars. I'm gonna say that again. But, but Johnny John, billion dollars. Johnny, what I've learned in my decades around the uh mm. the sport of boxing is that squares get taken. Squares come into the sport of boxing, and they always think they've got it. They've always think they've got, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to invest this, I'm going to invest that. Squares never won before. Why are squares going to win now? It's a great question, and time will tell if they can. Because the problem is, even though this guy who I just mentioned, that's that you know super billionaire, his name is Len Balvinick, right? Look him up on the Internet. He's been involved in huge business ventures throughout the course of his life. This is his newest. And he succeeded at every single one of them. But even all the money in the world, if you're not making a profit, and it, it seems like you know uh, the ends aren't meaning right, what you have to do is eventually cut the cord and say, you know what, man, I'm out of this. I'm bored with this. So I think it's a matter of them seeing some success. They need to have some success with these big ones coming up. Because if they can't draw success off of Canelo and Jacobs and then have Joshua you know, taking on a formidable opponent, kind of, in Jarrell Miller, they're, they're not doing the right thing. They need to advertise better. They need to sign more, and they also need to not only sign more fighters, but just need more content, something to create a buzz, something that brings you over to the network like ESPN Plus does because ESPN Plus has everything, bro. Okay, but but, but, but shouldn't the zone like have the, the – how can I put this? 
the crack dealer mentality where I give you crack real cheap and then I hook you up on it so later on you come back and you spend all kinds of money with me? That's a great point, and I think they tried that at first, but it didn't bite. And now with all these big you know, deals that they're throwing out there, offering this guy all this type of money, Triple G this type of money, even recently you know, with, uh, we saw with Wilder declining a huge offer. You know, it's like they have money that they're just throwing out there, they got to make some kind of reimbursement off this. Like I said, all the money in the world from a financial successful businessman standpoint, you're not going to sit there and be like, I'm dishing out all this money and we got really nothing coming in. Okay, guys, we've been a network now in America that launched in September. We need to start seeing some profit and we need to start seeing some profit now because it's not going to look good for the future. It's my guesstimation that the zone has about 150,000 subs. And if you compare that to ESPN plus, which is almost at about 3 million, Yikes, man. And they don't even have the arsenal or the stable, excuse me, that, you know, uh, right now that the zone has. The zone has great fighters, but I just, whoever's running the campaign there, I, I don't know what they're doing at marketing. I really don't because they need to put that network in the ears of people and show them what's going on and have more content to bring people in outside of boxing and just combat sports in general. Okay, we had the rap the rap guy. Um, he didn't work out too well as far as his his uh, endeavors into uh, Jay Z. His endeavors in the world of professional boxing. He sort of like looks like he's sort of half ass in it or half ass out of it. Um, I think a Joseph Abercrombie. Of course, she was the head of the Houston. She was a billionaire, an oil lady down there in Texas, head of the Houston Boxing Association back in the eighties and nineties. She had a billion bucks. She lost money. She got her ass whooped. What I'm trying to tell you is that all these squares come to box. They call. They all come to boxing with with a plan. He who fails a plan is planning to fail, and I understand that. But see, you, you can't. You can't. It, it's not scripted. And, and what you want, all these guys are basically independent contractors. These boxers, they're all independent contractors. And the reason why they 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 move on is that they've won, and they they get another contract. They get another fight for another contract for normal for more money. So they're all basically independent contractors and. You know, when I look at the zone and, and the way they've taken over as far as, as the costs are concerned, I mean, you know, you just – it just – I, I can't see the I, – I can't see the business market. I can't see the business mentality. That's what I've been trying to stall it. The bottom line is I just can't see it. You can't double the price within a year. Um, you just can't do that. In other words, this is our one-year anniversary. Then maybe you can do something like that. Or maybe this is our two-year anniversary. Then you do something like that. But I don't think they've been in the pocket a year yet. Yeah, it's premature. I agree. Now, it's like there's pros and cons to what the zone's all about with their price point. Like, I do like the fact I get to see a Canelo fight that would have been on pay per view for a hundred bucks. But if I just want to jump on board for one month, I come in for twenty. If I want to get out, I get out. But the problem is, if you're a hardcore like I am or a casual, right? Here's what's up: is that you're buying into this, like say at twenty a month, or I think they're offering a package for a year subscription. It's a hundred bucks, which comes out to a little over eight bucks, if my math is right. But Anyway, so what happens is you jump onto this thing, and if you're not getting rewarded with content like throughout the week, like weekly stuff or original shows like documentaries behind the scenes, like ESPN is great at that, and then featuring other sports because I love baseball, I love football, I watch just about everything except for soccer, and of course the zone is soccer featured heavily there, so I'm screwed in that department. But, you know, it's like they just need a little bit more to keep me saying, you know what, this is a good investment. I'm watching the zone an average of three to four hours weekly. That's not, that's not great, man. I'm watching ESPN like on the regs. That thing is just running all the time. And I have so many things stored in the, the watch later. Documentaries, old fights I want to watch, UFC content. 
they got it going on there, man. I mean, you can, in a lifetime, you can't finish what's on ESPN Plus right now, and that's early in their development. Similar to Netflix, it's like you, there's just so many things. You can, you can spend your entire life getting through this content and be entertained, and that's value, ESPN 495. That is value. Yeah, you said something a little earlier there about people coming in, checking in just for one month and leaving. Um, do you think they were doing that, like getting the free month and then splitting and then coming back, having their girlfriend get the free month and things like that? I mean, because – because to tell you the truth, you know, I understand why they've got less than 150,000 buyers right now as far as all-time subscri- subscriptions are concerned. And, yes, they're probably going to get a big major influx at the beginning of May when Canelo and, um, and, and Jacobs fight, of course, the Anthony Joshua fight as well. But, you know, is it going to be enough to turn the corner? Back to what I'm saying, man. Squares don't fare well, well in the world of professional boxing because it's the theater of the unexpected. You can't expect it. You can't You can't say, here's a business plan, and here's what's going to happen because it's boxing. You feel me on that, Johnny? There's no doubt about it, brother. I could not have said it better myself. Okay. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The man, John Signorello, is on the line from Las Vegas. We'll touch on the UFC. Still some boxing to come. Open phone lines all around the world, around the universe, baby. That's right. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Somebody called me a four-letter word here, but it's good. Uh, The text line, 415, the number. Studio text line, one 415 That's 415-275-1613. That's our text line. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Check it out. You are tuning to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast, and we're going to talk female boxing just for a minute. And I'm going to go to BoxRec.com because according to uh, BoxRec, they only use a computer as far as their analysis is concerned. In other words, there's no bias. In other words, it isn't Pedro cheerleading or Johnny cheerleading or somebody else cheerleading. But uh, I'm going to go through their top 10 pound for pound as far as female fighters are concerned. Katie Taylor, she's a lightweight out of uh, Bray, Ireland. She's 13 and zip. Delphine Persoon is a lightweight, and she's out of um, Belgium. She's 43-1. and one. Wow, 43-1. Of course, as he always uh, mentioned, Cecile Brackus, which she now, 37 years old. Yeah, 37 years old. 35 and zip. Wow, 35 and zip. Mariana Juarez, she comes to us at 52-9 and nine with four draws. Marcella Arcuna, she comes to us with 49-7-1, and she fights a super bantamweight. Daniela Romina Bermudez is a bantamweight. She comes to us at 29 years old out of uh, Santa Fe, Argentina, 25-3-3. Naoka Fujuka obviously comes to us from Tokyo, Japan. She is 18-2. Fatuma Zarabi is number nine. She comes to us from... Florida, and she is uh, 32 and 12, journeyman's record there. And number 10 is Yasmin Rivas with a 39, 10, and one record, a super bantamweight coming to us from Mexico. Um, how come? How come Amanda Serrano isn't in that top 10? If this is if this is a um, um, uh, uh, an objective look at, at the world of women's boxing, as far as from from the the computer's concerned, how can you talk about women's boxing right now and not mention her? I gotta agree with you there, and I believe there was a few missed. Corso Shields, Christina Hammer. I don't believe I heard those names. Michaela Mayer, you know. And let's get it straight, folks. We don't mind female boxing, all right. We, we, we have nothing against the women in combat sports, especially if you listen to us cover the UFC. We're all about the ladies, and we'll talk extensively about what went down last night with them. But here's what's up: the problem is a lot of these girls can't crack an egg, man. They need to be a little bit more entertaining and take risks. Even if men went out there and fought like the ladies have over the past couple of years, I would probably stop watching boxing for a little while and find something else to do on a Saturday. And I'm just keeping it real, guys. Not that I need to see concussive knockouts every time, but I need passion and fireworks. Now, there are some great, talented ladies out there, and I'm hoping, girls, please, on April 13th from Atlantic City on Showtime, Carissa Shields versus Christina Hammer. They're billing this as the biggest women's fight in boxing history. It's for the IBF, WBA, WBC, WBO, Women's Middleweight Championship in a unification bout. Girls, please 
deliver. You could really give women's boxing a huge push and all the respect and credit you probably girls deserve if you just take a chance and fight and take risks. You know what, though? I think what's happening here is I think you're asking too much of them. And the reason why I say that is that you're asking them, much like um, professional basketball players, you're asking women to dunk. And not a whole lot of women can dunk. I'm talking about dunking and boxing, per se, being able to punch. I sort of equate the two. You, and you can't get them to really dunk in, in, in basketball, per se, so not not all of them. And, and you can't really do the same thing as far as boxing is concerned because of the fact that they lack a little punching power. But guess what? I can make this the hottest sport in the entire world. Let's just bring the gloves down. Let's let these women fight with six-ounce gloves, four-ounce gloves and the smaller ones. <laughs> you know, I could not agree more. And even though mixed martial arts is a completely different sport than boxing, I think that may be some of the reason why we get more excitement. Now there's more stuff you could do, and women are very agile, so therefore the judo and jiu-jitsu moves that they do and the wrestling tactics, they're very good at because, again, women have great agility, you know, especially over men as far as, like, gymnasts are concerned. I think women, I'll take them any day of the week, you know, to do some great, uh, you know, stuff with, with agility and maneuvering, right? So at the end of the day, it's like I think that if you did drop the glove size, like if we did it with lighter weight classes in men's boxing, which I often crap on, I always say underneath 130 pounds, I could really care less. I watch it. I see some great talent there. Yes, guys, don't get nuts. I see some good talent there, and I've seen some great wars. But I want that drama to be there. You know, I want consequence to be there. Not that I need to see people get hurt, but we are watching boxing and combat sports, and it is the hurt business. Amanda Serrano, she goes originally from Puerto Rico, fighting out of Brooklyn, New York. They call it a real deal. Obviously, I thought that was Evander Holyfield. 30 years old now, 36-1, and 27 KOs. You know, I've seen her at a couple of conventions, and I think she was the only champ, one of the champions that went to the WBO convention in Panama and didn't lose next time out because a couple guys went down there. What, the, the uh, super bantamweight guy, he lost. And then, of course, the, the 175-pound champion, Illadir Alvar, uh, yeah, Illadir mm-hmm. Alvarez, he lost. So both guys we thought weren't going to lose ended up losing. Of course, Dogbo was the other guy at 122. But when you look at the big picture right now, as far as the world is concerned, wouldn't it be like, how can I put this? Wouldn't it be dynamic if we had a woman come on the scene that had personality and spunk and attitude, much like Ronda Rousey did? I mean, Ronda, Ronda revolutionized an entire world all by herself. Yeah, that, that's what we're missing, too. And, and in mixed martial arts, too, we're missing that right now, just in general, with the franchise, I believe. Uh, you know, a polarizing figure that comes in with charisma, super charismatic. But, yes, women's boxing would, you know, I, I, there was a woman out there that I liked a lot, Heather Hardy. You know, she also went to mixed martial arts, fought in Bellator, did okay there. She's got a great personality, but I, she just doesn't get booked much in boxing, and she's not hard on the eyes, and she's a good figure, you know, comes out of Brooklyn, you know, she's a classy-looking girl, and at the same time, she comes in and she gives a great effort. But, I mean, it just it needs, again, like we were talking about the zone before, things need to be in people's faces on a constant basis, especially in the short attention span world we live in right now, man. you got to give them content. you got to be in their face all the time. Wow. Okay, you know, is John Jones the number one bad guy in, in MMA right now? I mean, does he, does, is he drawing? Is he, you said there's no franchise out there. Doesn't it seem like with Conor McGregor out of the picture, they're trying to put much of the weight on, on John Jones' shoulder uh, more than the heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier? Yeah, Khabib's not going to be a company, man. Tony Ferguson's having his issues. Um, you know, so there's, I, I guess you have to go in that direction. 
you know, but he, but Bones, he's got to keep himself solid. You know, he's got to keep himself out there. Like I talked about consistency and in people's faces for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. You know, good news instead of bad news. You know, because that gets a little old after time after time, and people get you know tired of it. So yeah, if if he can stay positive and stay in the winning column and get out there, you know, Francis Nagano at heavyweight, I think he's got some sensational. Uh, you know, potential for star power because what does he do, Pedro? He goes people. out there and knocks you out. And that's what people like in this thing. So, you know, this guy, I believe, has a, a fight coming up already, you know. Um, so good, good for him, you know, after a sensational knockout just recently and win, of course. And uh, we see what we get in the future. But, uh, you know, you got to also look towards Amanda Nunes, which she just did against Cyborg. Okay. You know, I'm getting a couple of texts here, so I want to get to them before you get to the break here with Johnny Sig. Yeah. Um, Back, back to the, the heavyweight division right now. Of course, we've got Miller and, and, and Josh were going to do their thing, and the garden was all sold out. All those people coming across the pond going to spend some money. Um, is, he gonna, is this going to make him an American star? It could because Terrell Miller throws a lot of punches, and he's a very high you know, uh, activity action fighter at heavyweight. It doesn't really punch much. But Joshua, we know that if he sees opportunities and he gets comfortable, starts reading trajectory on your shot, he will start to counter. So this is a big opportunity, what I'm getting at, on a huge stage for him to look good against a decent opponent that is not just going to you know, go to Madison Square Garden and Jarrell Miller and not do anything. I believe Miller will show up. I believe Miller will think he can win the fight. But I think Joshua will look sensational that night at a huge crowd in Madison Square Garden. We're talking plus 20,000 people. Um, and I think the eyes uh, in America, the attention will be towards Joshua to see what all the hype is about if they haven't seen him yet. So I think with a good performance, it, it could be a star-making performance in America for Joshua. Alvin from Pittsburgh shot me a text here. He said he thinks smaller gloves is, is an excellent idea. Why hasn't it been brought up before? It's been brought up before. In fact, you know, they're trying to do this bare-knuckle boxing and, and things like that, which I'm not cool with. I'm not down with fighting people with your hand wraps. I'm not down to that. Of course, we had that Bobby Gunn guy on the G, on the show a few years ago, and he turned out to be a big fraud fighting people. And Do you remember when he was fighting people in basements on YouTube and that kind of stuff, the bare-knuckle world champion? Remember that scam? Do you remember that scam, Johnny? Of of course, of course, and I fell for it. I was all in. <laughs> oh, Johnny, 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 true confession, true confession, timeout, true confessions of a fight fan, right? Yeah, absolutely slumming, you know. <laughs> that, that's when you're out on the streets looking for it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm serious, even I, even he, even I got sucked into that one for a while, folks. And before oh. some, yeah, somebody called me on the phone, I remember my phone ringing. At home, and this guy said to me, you got some time? I said, yeah. He goes, you know, you're perpetrating a fraud. I said, what? What are you talking about? No, not me. No, I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? One, some, one of my sponsors or something? No, no, no. And then he brought this up. I said, oh, hey, you know. And then he should. Then he told me that that gun had arranged some of these fights and some of the opponents, all that kind of good stuff. And they were all, basically, it was all choreographed in a basement somewhere in Philadelphia. That kind of yeah. stuff. You know, and I brought it on the show and made it real, so it was a slap in my face, no doubt about that. Anyway, Johnny Sigs is going to stick around. We will change gears and talk about the UFC this past Saturday night, rocking and rolling, of course, on ESPN+. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Check it! Live worldwide, we're talking mixed martial, up until the top, mixed martial arts until the top of the hour. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Sports Byline. That's all I want to fight is serious challenges. 
We've got respect for each other, mutual respect, fighter to fighter. But when it comes down to competition, we're both beasts, we're both lions in the jungle. And the best man has to win. So if Dylan wants to fight here, he's more than welcome as well. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. And now today's Bob Evans foodie lesson, nostalgic eating. Did you know there's a strong link between sense and emotional memory? The smell of different foods can evoke vivid and detailed emotional memories of our past. For example, the scent of a deep-fried corn dog may remind us of a state fair in the summer. Because odor-evoked memories tend to be positive, the smell improves the mood and produces feelings of social connectedness. And now a word from Bob Evans. You're the family chef, but with homework, practices, email, getting a good meal on the table is tough. Sometimes the best choice is the easy choice. Delicious Bob Evans mashed potatoes and mac and cheese made with ingredients like real milk, butter, potatoes, and cheese. Bob Evans sides are ready in the microwave in six minutes, and they're the perfect complement to any meal. Once your family tries them, it'll be love at first bite. Get Bob Evans sides today in the refrigerated section at your favorite grocery store. Bob Evans down on the farm. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. Johnny Siggs on the line from Las Vegas, Nevada. Don't forget, folks, you can always check out the show Delayed on YouTube.com, Ringtalk Worldwide. Check it out. Just enter those three words at YouTube.com. You can come up with some some uh, of our recent shows, some past shows, 
course, we've got some extra content there. Johnny Seagulls all out. Check it out. YouTube.com, the Ring Talk Worldwide page. We're talking USC, of course, USC rock and rolling last night. Just the eighth. Eh, what can I say? Looking pretty darn good. He's got some ability, no doubt about that. Brian Barbosa is a guy that came in and one of the hardest kickers I've ever seen. Imagine, I mean, a guy that kicks like like a soccer player, like like a like a field goal kicker. I mean, he just kicks so hard, he makes you wince. Well, last night, all that kicking didn't matter because the guy that kicked the hardest didn't win. We're backstage in Philadelphia. I'm joined by Justin Gaethje. Justin, I mean, I don't even know what to say. You only needed one round. It was insane. You heard him, and then you actually finished him about a minute later. Um, I know it's very hard to go back right after all this adrenaline is running through your yeah. veins, but how would you assess that fight? Wow, this is just an unbelievable sport. Um, uh, so much self-doubt tries to creep in over and over and over through camp. Uh, in the back, you're just sitting there like, do I have it in me? You know, am I good enough? But at the end of the day, you just have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in the preparation. And um, I believe in the people I've surrounded myself with. That's, you know, you surround yourself with great people, and they'll push you through these hard times. Yeah, well, they certainly got you through this. You got your hand raised. In the beginning of the fight, it seemed like you guys were going tit for tat with the leg kicks. How did those feel from Barboza? Oh, it felt great. That's what everybody wanted to see. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see if I can kick harder than him. I don't think I can. Um, <laughs> but, man, I mean, I, I rocked him early. I know I rocked him early. Again, you know, I, my style is changing so, so much. Um, I know it's hard to see from, from those two fights, but um, just slowing it down a little bit has has found me so much more success in, in my approach, and it's just um, just amazing. Uh, this sport, you've been covering it long enough. You know how unpredictable it can be. Um, you know, again, I could have been on the other side. Um, my family could have been on the other side, and I'm just thank, thankful to God that I, I'm, you know, free from any serious injury, and, you know, hopefully he uh, comes back better and stronger than ever. He's amazing. He's an amazing athlete. Um, again, you know, I've watched him for so long. I really just, it was hard for me to believe in myself at times because I've seen him. I know how good he is, and, um, you know, I'll still go home and I'll still question um, if I'm good enough, but I think that's why I've come this far. I mean, the thing is, you might question that, but nobody in this vicinity or I think any MMA fan is questioning whether you are good enough. I'm wondering, though, did you feel like you took his soul? Because I know that's always the goal here. I think so. I think it was mission accomplished. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, yeah, I did. I mean, no, I mean, he's a warrior, man. Again, no fear in his eyes. I didn't see fear in his eyes one time. Um, as soon as he got up, you know, I guarantee he would have tagged himself right back in and kept going. And that's who we are. That's what we do. I'm fighting the best in the world. I am one of the best in the world, and it feels good. You certainly are. Um, Justin, it is always such a pleasure to see your name at the top of the marquee. We always get so excited when it's a Justin Gaethje fight. So when would the next one be? Who could the next opponent be? Um, I, I, uh, I put my... Um, energy into things I can control. These are not things I can't control. So I, I again, I, you know, somehow Donald crept in front of me. Um, again, they're just on every bit of, I don't know, just crazy to me to see these things happen. But um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to war for myself. Uh, they will pay me what I want to get paid. They will um, give me the fights I want. I deserve that now. Yeah, well, we love watching you. Certainly hope you're back in the Octagon soon, just for se our own selfish reasons, because you are so fun to watch, Justin, and you're such yeah. a nice human being. Congratulations. <laughs> you deserve this victory. Go have fun with this whole family that's here yes. for you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Oh, Johnny, you want to hear something sexist? I could put up with her cheerleading, but I can't put up with a guy cheerleading. How come? <laughs> you tell me, brother. 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, sexist, call it what you want. Anyway, of course, Justin gave the winner last night, looking pretty good. You know, that I think he rattled Barbosa early, like he said, and Barbosa just like succumbed. I mean, he was just like, whoa, it was over. And I, I tell you, those leg kicks, man, they popped off on my speakers big on both sides. Barbosa, you know, was throwing him out there a little bit. Justin looked good. Oh, it was a shootout, man. That was exciting. I was on the edge of my couch. And uh, for as long as it lasted in one round before we got that big, uh, I believe it was a leaping hook, you know, that Gacy threw out there. And uh, it was a spectacular knockout. And another one that happened there was Josh Emmett on that card. Uh, nasty KO over Michael Johnson in three rounds at featherweight. And I tell you what, that fight was so boring. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bang, Josh Emmett landed a big shot on Michael Johnson taking him out. And then, uh, of course, the ladies did their thing Time last out. night. My, Michael Johnson. Watterson? Yeah. Didn't Michael Johnson come down from 155? I Oof, think he did. Man, I believe yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. From and, 155 yeah. to 145, you got a frame like his, man. I don't know where you're putting in 10 pounds. But you forgot the code feature there, of course. And the reason I want to bring this up is Jack Hermanson. Who's he? Jack Hermanson meet David Branch of the Bronx, of course, a submission, a guillotine choke in 49 seconds of the first round. Branch was talking all kinds of smack. And I got to mention this, the guy's from Norway, and I'm a Norican. You know what I know? I'm not to be confused with a Horrican. A Norican is half Norwegian, half Puerto Rican. What I'm trying to say is that I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for this guy because, you know, I didn't think he was going to win. I thought Branch was going to win, but Jack Hermanson, man, he might be the sleeper at middleweight. I tell you what, and he put David to sleep last night with that beautiful choke, locking the knee to the elbow and just getting his arm position over the back of the neck like that and this nice, tight choke and never really letting David get into that fight last night, you know. And it's hard to gauge, like, where someone's at when the fight, you know, goes, uh, you know, in one within one round and before you know it, the, you know, the horn goes off and then a few seconds down the line, the guy didn't get to warm up. Next thing you know, he's getting tapped out or knocked out. So really not much to gauge off of where David Branch is after last night at middleweight. Michelle Watterson, I think she's put up her third episode in a row. Uh, she defeated Carolina, Carolina K with a unanimous not across the boards, 30-27, won all three rounds. Carolina K was supposed to be the best boxer in the USC at, 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 at 115 pounds at strawweight here, and that didn't work out that way. It did not. And let me give props to Michelle Watterson for the best nickname in all combat sports, the Karate Hottie. Come on, that's a great nickname. So, anyway, again, past that, Carolina K could not really do much last night. Michelle Warson's got great kicks. You can see in the size of her legs, a lot of power there. And uh, just great overall ability, just controlling that octagon, you know, with great movement and great striking. And uh, Carolina just couldn't really ever get it going, you know. And that's, that, that means everything in any type of fight. If you can't get it going, you're going to have a long and rough night. USC coming back April 13th, State Farm Arena, Atlanta, Georgia, folks. Of course, I'm talking about USC, was it 235, something like that. Bottom line is Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier. These guys are going to clash 155 pounds. Um, Kelvin Gaslam and Israel Adesana. Eric Anders and Khalil Roundtree. Alan Juban and Dwight Grant. And Ovin St. Peru and Nikita Krylov. Now, tell me why I should Tell me why I should pay 70 bucks to watch that. Oof, tough. But the only, if you really are into combat sports, the main event and the co-feature is very good. Holloway and Poirier, you know, we got a rematch there. Uh, Dustin took the first one. Uh, right now, Max is the betting favorite in Vegas flight, you know, and Gasleum and Adesane is really intriguing because if we look at Israel, he, Adesane, he's never lost a fight. He's 16-0. And that's always intriguing when you got a guy in mixed martial arts, in particular the premier mixed martial arts outfit in the UFC that's unbeaten. 
So that's definitely intriguing to see. Um, to justify 70 bucks, I mean, hopefully we get a good main event and cold feature, but we're getting spoiled right now on ESPN Plus for four ninety five a month. Here we go. I'm plugging them again, you know, where we're getting some decent fights, especially in the main event and the cold feature, as, as we just covered from their card last night. So uh, yeah. UFC 236 in Atlanta. In a couple of weeks, we'll see what happens, man. If it's worth the uh, the money, we'll know post mortem. That came Velasquez fight for four. That was for part of your four ninety nine subscription, man. That was like good lord, man. Francis Ngannou came oh, to fight, man. of course, a guy that's got ground skill limitations, but as far as standing up so certain and punching people, there's no harder puncher ever, I think, uh, than Francis Ngannou. On July the sixth, International Fight Week in Las Vegas. Of course, it used to be a a week in which all these different promotions would show up and have little cards like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And Maybe there'd be two cards on Wednesday night, a pro wrestling card and an MMA card. But now the UFC is basically taking over town. It's all about what they want to do for the most part. And John Jones is going to take on Thiago Santos. Of course, that's going to be a, the headliner there, UFC light heavyweight title bout. And a woman's bantamweight bout is on the card. And I don't know if these chicks want to. Anyway, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm at 135. Ah. You know, 135, uh, she just made 145 and beat up on, um, you know, the monster. I mean, Christine Cyborg Santos. Mm-hmm. So uh, Amanda Nunes going back to 135. I always have a problem with people that go back to weights after going up in weight because think of Roy Jones. And Roy Jones was a master. But once he did that with the John Ruiz fight and coming back down to 175, never the same. Absolutely. We saw Antonio Tarver take him out in two rounds and his punch resistance which was bad to begin with, you know, we know the gym stories, was really bad after taking off all that weight, especially at an older age. we got to see where Holly Holm is right now. I loved her as a female boxer, you know, so anyone listening, you know, she was great at her time as a female boxer, and now she's in the uh, UFC, you know, she had some good moments, obviously taking out Ronda Rousey was huge for her, and, uh, you know, a great test against news to see how much Holm has left. You know, I don't really know at this point in time, we got to see. The quote of all time from Antonio Tarver when they started when they start that second fight. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? <laughs> exactly. And then he you got put, any excuses tonight, Roy. And then he put him like like starch, like he was snoring. Yeah, man. And it's funny because remember Tarver had his eyes closed when he threw that hook. Uh, Tar, you know, Anto- yeah, you know, Antonio Tarver is, was quite a personality, and, and, and I thought he could have had a better run and. You know, all these guys could have had better runs, and we can look back on that and say this guy failed and that guy failed because once they got to the top, they couldn't they couldn't maintain that championship level. They couldn't maintain that upper echelon, that that zeal to be great. The zeal to be great sometimes in winning a title, it, it just once you win the title, a lot of guys lose it. I never forget what Muhammad Ali told Larry Merchant right after Mike Tyson beat up Trevor Burbank, won the title, the WBC title back in, I think, 87. He said, yeah, he won the title impressively, but how long will he stay on top? By 1989, Mike Tyson was done. Yeah, you know what? And going back to Tarver real quick, I agreed. I love his personality. He was great on the mic, electrifying performance against Roy in the second fight in particular. Glenn Johnson, man. You know, he was the dark horse out there. You know, we saw him. Yeah, man. You can't forget about Glenn. Glenn came out, for you guys that don't know, came up pretty much out of nowhere. It was journeyman guy, best known for losing to Bernard Hopkins before the incident of him knocking out Roy Jones, came out to beat Antonio Tarver in the same year. Fighter of the year that year, I forget where it was, maybe 2001 or two, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But Glenn Johnson, man, the dark horse, you know, I think that really pumped the brakes on, uh, on Tarver's career at that point. 
Glenn Johnson. Well, you know, uh, Dan Goosen had him. He was promoted by 10 Goose Boxing or Goosen Tudor promotion maybe at that point in time. But Dan Goosen had him. We had a little bit of a party. And I think he was from Jamaica. I remember having a big Jamaican accent, mm-hmm. something like a Jamaican accent. And he was a real cool dude. And, um, of course, I asked him, you know, do you guys all smoke weed in Jamaica? And he said, no, man, we don't really like that stereotype at all. I said, okay, 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 because I thought you were the guy to go, for the, to go to for the ganja. And he looked at me like a really hard look. I was joking. He didn't take it that way. Okay, USC rocking and rolling. Bellator's not delivering. Now, nah, man, I tell you what, a late, uh, it's been stale, you know. They had that, uh, you know, double header two weeks, three weeks, whatever it was, a month ago on a Friday and Saturday, and I just felt like my time was completely wasted. Uh, cards of no significance. I hate to bash them. Try to keep things positive. You guys know that out there, man. But I got to keep it on the real as well. Not delivering lately. Just really not working for me right now. Okay. We'll come back at the close. We'll talk about Showtime. Showtime's got a date coming up in boxing, something we didn't think was happening. I thought they, boxing was going away at Showtime. Steven Espinosa says it isn't. People say it is. What's happening? Johnny Sig answers that in the close. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Those with me. I know you're in. How about you? You're in? You're in? You're in? Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252, 800-296-1252, that's 800-296-1252. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? 
for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a sobering thought. You are tuning in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast, and we're going to wish a happy birthday to uh, Chiquita Gonzalez, Humberto Gonzalez, former 108-pound champion, Edgar Joffrey, the featherweight and bantamweight champion out of Brazil. He was 72-2, and two, Johnny. He lost two decisions to the Fighting Harada in Japan, the only two decisions he lost and like, almost 20 years of boxing. We've got to get into him a little bit deeper next week. And Joe Kazumi, happy birthday to Tokyo Joe. He's a man as far as uh, the boxing journalism is concerned in Japan. Everything goes through Tokyo Joe, no doubt about that. Now, Johnny, is Showtime Championship Boxing, are they coming off the milk cartons? I think they're hurting. I don't think they're bleeding all that bad just yet, but the writing's definitely on the wall. The cut's been open. And I think we've got a couple years before their ultimate demise. But real quick, guys, compare it to what happened with HBO once ESPN signed with Top Rank and Top Rank left HBO because of frustration about not being able to get enough dates from HBO. And look what happened there. Huge deal with ESPN and Disney. Top Rank is on there. They're rocking and rolling every weekend. Similar to what happened with Fox now with Showtime. You know, the PBC is affiliated to both Showtime and Fox. Now you got a situation where you're seeing more of those guys you frequently had seen on Showtime in the past now campaigning and fighting on Fox. Fox is heavily committed to boxing right now, and they're willing to invest a lot of money and open up that bank account because they're dropping a lot of their original programming. They want to be a sports platform network. More about that in the future for Fox becoming more of a sports network. So I think that Showtime, like HBO, is going to have a hard time competing and then ultimately putting a lot of fights on pay-per-view until they just cash out in general. The great John Signorella. Johnny, what's happening with that YouTube page? Give it up. Hey, check us out, man. You want to hear old shows, see some uh, press conferences and whatnot, behind-the-scenes footage and everything, video archive shows as well with Pedro doing his thing at the mic. Hit us up, YouTube, and search Ring Talk Worldwide. Everyone have a great Sunday. Thank you, Pedro, and thank you, Scott and Sports Byline. The great John Signorella, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the long-restoring fight show in history, 35-plus years now. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. You can be doing a million things, but you're listening to the show. Thank you so much. Cause I love-